to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. I'm not. I'm so scared. I'm scared. I'm, uh, I'm scared too. We have a confession. We've never watched Lost. Now, we're tired of hearing about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time. Come along with us to the island. And please stay close by, because we're, we're so lost. We need to get some air. We're also rewatching the classic ABC TV series Lost. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we're back. A There's... dinosaur story. No, that's an old joke. I can't help it. Now it's stuck in my head. That's an old joke. But we're here Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com with our wonderful chatters. We have chat, Angel chat. and uh, Michael Lucero in there. I think that's it. That's probably. it. That's Th- it for that's now. That's it, Fort Pitt. It could be you. It so come on in. Because uh, we're recording uh, until we get done with season one pretty much every Thursday night. Yep. And, uh, you know, we might be sprinkling a few little things here and there. So I would recommend either following us on Twitter, which is at We're So Lost. And I would recommend joining our Facebook group Facebook.com slash group slash We're So Lost. We're So Lost, the name of the show. Uh, but Amazing it- how we chose that <laughs> instead of Ooga Booga. Or yes, something. definitely. But I, we're pleased as punch to be here Ooga, with you tonight. Ooga. And uh, Anne-Marie wants to hit you up real quick with our mm-hmm. spoiler policy, which is weird for us to have. It is a little weird because if you're familiar with us, we love spoilers. We do. We throw spoiler parties, in fact, for shows that are currently airing. However, since Lost is done and buried and everything is out there, we'd like to keep it pure. Um, we don't talk about anything that's happened beyond this episode, mostly because we haven't watched beyond this current nope. episode. Um, if we touch on something that is going is like a big deal and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so good. Um, you can be like, oh my gosh, you're so good. But don't tell us about what. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Don't say, hey, you're going to get the answer to that question in season two, episode four, about 20 minutes in. Don't give me that much. Just be like, an answer is coming. You will find out more later on yeah, you, or you, you're never going to know. You can, you can basically – you can say <laughs> – Claire will probably have a baby. But you can't say Claire will have a boy and need stitches. <gasps> stitches? Don't do that. Don't do that. Stitches. Oh, you... never mind. Yeah. yeah. Let, it go. <laughs> Let it go. Let, Let it go. go. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. We had coffee tonight. Sorry, we guys. <laughs> uh, but, uh, we're here to talk about loss. So uh, first off, uh, we, as we normally do, we're going to do a rhyming episode summary. Uh, oh, a summary of the episode in rhyme. Anne-Marie. <gasps> in rhyme. I write them. You read them. Would you please do the honors? Boone is all busted with Claire's baby breaching. The boy's almost dead, but the doctor's still reaching. Back in the past, he He's about to wed, but leaves his fiance alone in the bed. A new life begins as Boone buys the farm. Can Jack succeed when he should first do no harm? Do no harm. This is what happens when there's a typo in do the no rhyme. Harm. See, no one would have ever <laughs> yes, known they would. said anything. <laughs> uh, but uh, overall, Anne Marie, what did you think of uh, this here episode of Lost? <sighs> okay, with the exception of. Now we have a baby. Mm-hmm. I feel very meh. Meh. I feel very meh. Why? Why? Why meh? Just quickly. Um, quickly. I didn't need the flashback, mm-hmm. and I hate when I don't need the flashback. I want the flashback. Yeah. I want to know about some other people more than I want to know more about Jack. Mm-hmm. 
like all about Jack? No, he was supposed to die in the first episode. So let's let's remember that. Well, it it it, it tied in thematically to what it was did, going on, on the island, but but it, it was it such seemed... a stretch. It was like yeah. for one line that was said like twice, mm-hmm. once in the past, once in the present. It just didn't really it didn't do it for me. But now we have a baby, so that excites me. Yeah, yeah. But I, I you know, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, it tied into what was going on on the island thematically, and, and mm-hmm. that's what I want to talk about first, and that's Jack, the overeager hero. I, now, the thing I fo- found most interesting about Jack's stories in this episode is the idea that uh, commitment to cause, selflessness, and heroism, uh, mm-hmm. something we normally consider good traits in a protagonist, are really Jack's fatal flaw. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, these, uh, this uh, desire to win yeah. is his real fatal flaw. He's to so, not fail. Yeah, he, Not even necessarily to win, but mm-hmm. to not fail. Yeah. He, he's so insistent on winning that he flails around and ends up doing a lot more damage than he would do if he just approached things more logically. Mm-hmm. If he took a second to step, take a step back, I don't need to be the hero. I just need to make sure everything turns out okay. I think he, he could have a lot better outcome. For example, I wonder if Boone would have survived if Jack hadn't given him the blood transfusion because he mentions that mm-hmm. his blood you know i mean he's a universal donor and everything but his blood could go either way it could right kill, kill and him. once he started giving him blood it started pulling in the mm-hmm. leg which caused it to have to be cut off yeah and they were taking a big assumption that jack uh whatchamacallit that uh boone was correct about his blood type well it wouldn't have mattered because if jack is a universal donor uh-huh. it wouldn't matter what um boone was yeah no hello there okay. we go there there yeah I'm somehow back. we missed bill's mic there yeah yeah, it uh, de- <laughs> definitely it wouldn't have mattered uh, one way or the other. But but uh, anyway, you know, I, once he got the idea of the blood transfusion, though, I, f- I feel like despite uh, all the maybes and whatnots mm-hmm. attached to it, he couldn't let the idea of it go. It, it, same when he wanted to chop off Boone's foot. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he has a lot of doctorly knowledge and everything. He does. Uh, backing all this up. But at the same time, you know, you know, it's uh, he, he, he just didn't want to let go of it. There, there's some stuff from the chat room. There right? is some stuff from the chat room. Um, let's see. Angel says we. We didn't really learn anything new about Jack, just that mm-hmm. he was married before. Yeah. We already knew he had a difficult time letting go, right? Um, and Michael says, yeah, the flashback was kind of weak, but it was cool to see Julie Bowen as Jack's wife. I don't know who that is. I, The woman who played Jack's wife. That's what I've got. <laughs> you might know her from the episode, episode <laughs> of Lost that you of just watched. Of Lost. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, She's probably like some big famous actress that I just don't know. Getting back to that, back to the flashback, I, sure. I found it a bit confusing at first, uh, but, you know, eventually I kind of saw where it tied in the story on the island. It's about the last time Jack got like this, or at least the last time we've seen, and, and sort right. of he sort of dug in on the marriage, even though he could tell she cared way more about him than he did about her. That's how I read the situation. Anyway. And she gave him an out. Yeah. she she. I mean, it felt like she gave him an well, out. Well, no, she was giving him an out on the vows. Yeah, that's true. But I, I, I feel like that's why that's speech with her being like you saved me and everything was there because you kind of saw it cross jack's face wait a second like i got nothing she's she's more into me than i am into Mm -hmm. her sort of thing and uh it kind of called into question for him why he was doing it in the first place right uh you you know but in contrast thanks to boone's releasing his obligation uh jack gets to 
in this episode, move on from his failure a little bit. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. I I was just going to say, considering he didn't seem encumbered uh, when he traveled to Australia, he seemed like a free agent. Yeah. I'm sure the marriage is going to end up ending badly. I just just wonder how it's going to happen. I'm sure it's probably going to be something where Jack realizes the mistake he made and everything and eventually, you know, just ends it with her. So something horrible happens. Something crazy. Who knows? Maybe she dies or something. He re-breaks her back. He re-breaks her back. He's like, I shouldn't have done this. Snap. Pulls a bane. Yeah. See, I, with your in contrast to him releasing him and mm-hmm. that Jack was able to move on, I don't think he was actually able to move on because that's when he took the vendetta against Locke. Oh, uh, so he I actually think it just transferred. He transferred energy. Like he reappropriated his anger, yeah, his frustrations. His frustrations. Because what he was saying um, before the wedding is what if I'm not the, the husband or the father or whatever, which also mm-hmm. she preggers. Yeah. It, I was thinking I had, that I she that might question. be preggers. Uh, I didn't put it in there but there it is um it's in our notes it's in our notes somewhere um but you know so he says that type of what was i saying now nope i got nothing now i got it's gone it's lost it is lost okay well why don't you go ahead and move on to some let me move on to my my other thoughts okay so jack just doesn't know when to let it go Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it is building up to something else, especially since it involved Jack getting ma- – oh, doesn't let it go. The, the flashback, basically. Jack getting married and speaking with his father. But this flashback really didn't do much for me. Um, I just kind of found it boring. Yeah. I found it very lackluster. I just – I zoned out apparently mm-hmm. since I just lost my point in my own head. Yeah. The other flashbacks – felt more like they were connected to what was right. going on or what was going on like in the story and there were like oh, more direct been, lines th- yeah there's been all these little like you know cameos of other characters and stuff you know in the background right. this one just felt completely disconnected from everything right which probably means that somebody else was at the resort with them yeah. and we just didn't notice it <laughs> um let's see his dad points out to him that jack has a hard time letting go of things which sets up the fact that he doesn't want to let boone die even though he has no choice Mm -hmm. i mean that's really all that is like that's all i got out of a lot of this and i'm not convinced that jack's marriage was a good fit i think he couldn't let go of sarah as a patient and she saved him professionally like Mm -hmm. maybe that was like his first big save because he is young Mm -hmm. for a doctor at at least i mean because they go through 764 years of school before they're actually a doctor Mm -hmm. um but it just didn't feel like a romantic relationship i think it was more of a professional at least from him I actually thought he would leave her at the altar to prove his dad to his dad and himself that he could let go. I think I think she did too when he first started talking. Oh yeah, because it didn't sound like vows at the, all. The look on it, what was his uh, Sarah's face? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was like he is totally going to leave me standing here, right? And they're like in Hawaii or something. Mm-hmm. Like they're it, it, this is like destination wedding central. So I just thought that was really weird, and I'm really mad. I can't think of what my other point was. Anyway, continue. 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 Okay, another big thing that happened in this episode, by the way, welcome to Amanda L. in the chat room, Uh, but uh, is that Boone sort of betrays Locke a little bit. I mean, obviously... He's on his deathbed. He has some stuff going on, obviously. Obviously, so it wasn't, uh, you know, extreme betrayal, but he did betray him. Mm -hmm. But, but, you know, I I know he didn't mean to, it's obvious, uh, but Boone uh, betrays uh, Locke's secrets and cast him in a very bad light to Jack, who already didn't trust Locke very much. Right. Which is concerning. It's probably going to, I mean, have ramifications for the rest of the season. 
I, I feel, though, that Locke made a big mistake here. I feel like if he had stayed at the camp when he brought Boone back, mm-hmm. that a lot of the accusations and mistrust could have been avoided. It could have been avoided, but then he wouldn't have seen the light turn on in the hatch that we didn't see anything acknowledging in this episode. Very true. You know what else I thought was weird? But... When... Locke brought Boone back to mm-hmm. the caves. I, I believe it was nighttime. And then this episode picks up in the morning. So they just, it was like. Eight no, out. it was still nighttime. Oh, was it still nighttime? Uh, or evening. Well, well, like I know. Towards no, it the wasn't end, nighttime. Because when- at the end of the episode, it was nighttime. When Claire mm-hmm. was having the baby and, you know, he was trying to chop off Boone's foot. I would have to go back. Yeah. I would have to go back. That's fair. That's fair. But I, I just thought it was weird. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm kind of wondering what Locke's reaction is going to be to all this aggression coming his way from Jack. I I, I, I was wondering, and I'll throw this question to you, Anne-Marie. Uh, do you think he'll finally trust the rest of the castaways with the secret of the hatch and the island and maybe that he used to be in a wheelchair until he wasn't? Um, I don't think he's going to necessarily trust everybody, but he's going to have to tell at least somebody – Mm-hmm. Mostly Jack because he's going to come at him basically with a pitchfork or, you know, six guns uh, because he's the <laughs> one who can. Um, but I think Locke's first reaction, honestly, is just going to be a whole heck of a lot of guilt mm-hmm. and mourning because of everyone other than Walt. And even that's kind of iffy. Um, Boone's the closest person that Locke's had, yeah, and Boone, which is still a very weird relationship. And Boone seemed like he was going to be like this made man, this, you know, mm-hmm. prime member of Locke's inner circle. I, and I have more on that later, for okay. sure. Uh, over in the chat room, Michael Lucero says, yeah, Cla- Claire definitely gave birth at night. Mm-hmm. And uh, referencing Jack from earlier, Angel T says he had a hard time giving up on the Marshall, too. Yeah. So a lot of his desperation with uh, Boone reminded me a bit of that. I so. can see that. And, you know, we really get that anytime we have Jack. He can't yeah. give up on whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Yeah. He, does, he doesn't give up on Charlie. He doesn't give up on Kate. He really doesn't even give up on Sawyer. Like, mm-hmm. he's just – but that's kind of what a doctor does. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of in his DNA. Another quick question to throw at you. For um, sure. Do you think that Sawyer gave Kate all the booze because someone's life was in danger or because no. it was Kate asking? I think it's because of the way that Kate asked. The way – The way – it was it was obviously mm-hmm. very important. Yeah. This wasn't Kate just wants to do some shots. And it was very obvious that she was trying to fall on her back <laughs> when she fell in the woods. Oh, my God. It was just like she was like, oh, wait, I'm falling. I'm falling. Ah! Wait, let me twist around and land on these – 18 glass bottles right right so that's that's a little weird yeah um but but uh, speaking of kate it was baby time it's baby time we got a midway from the house um so claire trying to act like she wasn't actually in labor or that she was physically could not have the baby on while still on the island um was a little odd to me i mean i get it she was scared she was nervous things were going on um but that you can't just stop labor. Yeah. You can't do it. I'm sorry. There has to be a doctor involved. And this one was currently pouring his blood into another patient. And he couldn't do it because he didn't have the right medicines. Mm-hmm. Oh, I check in from the chat room. Check in uh, from the chat room. Uh, let's see. Amanda L. says, I have the ep on right now. And it definitely starts in the light. And the rest is during the day. Interesting. So. Since you um, are obviously on Netflix, can you go back to the previous episode and see if it was day or night when he drops off Boone for yeah. us? It's because we would appreciate that. Thank More you, importantly... Call the mid Kate. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So, you know, Claire runs off all by herself while she's very, very much in labor. And 
um, tries to send Kate away. What was this woman going to do? Like, I'm sorry. I know that like people can do it, but this is a woman who doesn't believe she's actually going to give birth on the island because the baby's going to hate her. So, uh, well, yeah, there there was definitely it was it was a lot of resistance. I think it was it was a lot of resistance. Even when she starts giving birth, you know, she's like, (gasps) I'm not going to push. You can't do that. Yeah, the baby's coming, whether you push or not. Yeah, so I, th- I think she was just trying to get away from everyone and just try and deal right. with it and calm it down to maybe hold out hope for the week or so it's going to take them to get the raft up. Yeah, because that would have been safe to give birth yeah. on a raft. Yeah. With those guys. Best place. Mm-hmm. Totes. <laughs> uh, it would have been Walt that would have been like helping her through birth. The other ones would be like, eh. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of expected Charlie to be like holding her hand though instead of over to the side because Charlie is very much the father. Yeah. At, at this point, like we just sort of have to take it for granted that mm. he is the adoptive father, the stepfather, whatever. Yeah. Um, he should have been helping Claire, especially when she was so struggling. Uh, I don't really like that Jin was stopping him. Mm-hmm. from going over but i think he thought he was go- he was going to get her even more worked up when i think that charlie really serves as a calming uh sense for claire yeah. because they have by far the closest relationship well i guess her and kate kind of have a really close relationship <laughs> now but that's a whole different thing i thought it was weird that while they were so hesitant to come over there during the birth yeah uh you know the the second the baby was out like they were right over there and like jumping and right hugging and everything. like things aren't done guys yeah. just because the baby's out things aren't over yet uh, <laughs> so that is a little weird um i did expect jack to send son to help tend to the birth yeah. versus staying with boone though it's a good thing she did because mm-hmm. you know she had to yank the thing out of his arm and all that yeah. um, uh, so, some updates from the chat room oh, uh, some more updates uh, michael lucero says it starts in the day because it's daytime when the plane falls i think it's probably late afternoon or early evening when Locke gets boone to the caves it's definitely night by the time claire gives birth i love it we have a timeline and then amanda l says uh, michael lucero is right the accident yes. in the last episode was during the day just around to watch it excellent but, but, but was it still during the day when by got, the time Locke got boone back to the cave that's the part that question yeah but i'm assuming i mean guess if it happened in the middle of the day it's just they've been going mm-hmm. so far out and boone just had re nope nope Locke had just regained feeling in his leg yeah so that's a it was a lot of adrenaline to go miles and miles with i don't know mm-hmm. 150 pounds of geek on your back yeah but, That's but, all the better you can call it. Back back to the uh, baby point. A couple things in our chat room. Angel T says maybe they thought Kate and Claire needed the space. I I imagine there could have been like a, a <sighs> lost scene that either was just lost pushing them away or just not written where they were like, no, stay back, guys. Like right, she needs the, the space. it could be that. Um, I think Char- Amanda says I think Charlie is a frantic personality, so Son is also a traditionalist, and that combined meant that he wouldn't be helping if he was there. Jin was a traditional. I could see that. I could yeah. see that if you. Switch which son to gin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I could see... Um, let's see. It looked like there was still sun out when he showed up with Boone, probably late afternoon. Okay, okay. timeline works. So it wasn't so weird. Thank you, Amanda, for doing research yeah, for us that you. we didn't think needed done. You're you're our, our official researcher on thank this you, episode. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think that's what I've got. And baby, baby, baby. My headphones. Well, I have some thoughts on the baby. Okay, too. tell me some thoughts on the baby, baby. No, baby. we're gonna take a little break. Oh, okay. And talk about our Patreon, Anne Marie. Why don't you tell them about our Patreon?
Patreon. Hi, guys. We have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash universe box. If you're not familiar with Patreon, this is a subscription type service, a yeah, monthly donation. Where you can subscribe to us. Subscribe to us because we're awesome. But for mm-hmm. a monthly donation starting as low as 10 cents, you'll get all of our episodes early, like right after we record them. Hey, there's Suicide Squad. I like that stuff. Uh, spoiler. Um, you'll get a lot of behind the scenes stuff. We have some patron hangouts. Uh, we owe one here probably in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and we also, and uh, y- you know, we're going to be revamping all this in case anybody's like looking at yeah, it. For, for we're so lost too. Uh, if we record these episodes every week, we release them every two weeks. But yes. if you, if you hop on the Patreon, we release them there pretty soon within a couple hours after right. we finish recording. So you can get the episodes early if you go over to Patreon. Yes. And we are going to be re- revamping our, uh, our bonuses mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. We'll be doing a lot better with that. But right now we have 24 people. Uh, for some reason, it's more than this, but it's only showing up as $109 a month. But thank you guys so thank much. Thank you to all of our patrons, uh, seriously. More like $123. But uh, <laughs> you can join join us too and be part of the cool crowd. Be part of the cool kids crowd. Patreon.com slash universe box. And remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Okay, uh, so we're going to go ahead and go over here to our resident lost expert who's also in the chat room tonight, Michael Lucero. He often calls in. Uh, by often, I mean every Every week. And it lets us know uh, what he thought was special about the episode, what uh, we should have paid attention to that we didn't, all that kind of stuff. So take it away, Michael. My heart skips a beat at the sound of your podcast. My skin (laughs) warms to the touch of my iPod when your voices are playing. If you theorize, I will listen. This is nice, but it's not my voicemail. It's hers. I stole it from her room. I can't write mine. What if I can't be the podcast fan or contributor that I want to be? What if I called in just because I like the show? Should I even send this, Dad? Hey, Bill and Anne Marie, it's Michael. Wow, I really don't know where to begin here. Uh, I know a lot of um, people who watch Lost don't like Boone, so maybe they're a bit relieved to see him go, but I always liked him. He was a bit stuck up, more than uh, a bit privileged, but he often wanted the best for the group, even if he didn't always go about it in the best ways. This is the first main character death that we have in the show, and it definitely won't be the last. I also really like the fact that the death of Boone is juxtaposed in this way with the birth of uh, Claire's baby and the idea of both losing and gaining a member of their community. And I think there's a bittersweet feeling there that uh, I think they pulled off really well. And that's due in no small part to the amazing work of the show's composer, Michael Giacchino. That beautiful uh, piano and violin music in the scene after Boone's death in the morning when Claire is showing the group her baby. Uh, That that track is called Life and Death. I'll give you all a link to a YouTube video of that. Uh, So... It'll be in the show notes at we're so lost.com. Yes. Uh, you can post it in the show notes if you want. Uh, if not, just Google Lost Life and Death. Uh, it's one of the most beautiful musical themes in the show. It's so simple and so emotionally resonant, uh, so raw and unaffected. And I also love how they can um, um, compare the or contrast the joy of the survivors and Claire's pride in her baby 
and the sorrow and shock of Shannon learning about her death. And they do that all without any dialogue at all. Uh, I think that's so good. Another thing I think is really important here is the role that Claire, uh, excuse me, that Kate plays in the birth scene. Uh, and I still have yet to write my essay on why Kate is a more interesting character than a lot of people who give her credit for, including myself for a long time. Uh, but one of the points I plan to make is that Kate begins to become an interesting character when she's drawn into stories that are not her own, uh, that are not, are not about her. Here she has to be there for and care for Claire, and the situation also requires her to stay put and not leave Claire. And that goes against Kate's biggest character and motivation, to run, to not be able to stay in the same place for more than a minute or so. But here she does just that. Uh, and I also love the ending to this episode, the drama that it promises. Jack and Locke uh, represent the ideological poles of the show's major ideas, and their rivalry is really starting to develop here. Although I think it's interesting that Jack uses Locke's own trademark line, don't tell me what I can't do, while mm-hmm. trying to save Boone. It kind of hints that the two men are maybe more alike than they like to admit. And Jack also knows about the hatch now, too, so that should hopefully move that storyline along sometime before the finale. Um, a few random notes I think are worth mentioning. I love the scene where Sun and Jen are forced to talk about, uh, talk to each other despite mm-hmm. their own relationship problems, surely out of the necessity of the situation. The silence they share before he begins speaking is really a moment that I think is well done. I think it's interesting that Boone also represents another, um, or repeats another character's key phrase, this time Rose's. Uh, when he says he's letting Jack off the hook for the promise he made. That's a callback to the pilot episode. And, and I really enjoy uh, Julie Bowen, who you may know from Modern Family as Jack's wife. Uh, this isn't his best flashback here, but I think there's some stuff I can definitely relate to personally, feeling the pressure of living up to expectations, fearing that you'll fail. Uh, and that's actually Jack's core motivation, I think, which you see running all the way back to his first flashback in White Rabbit. By the way, another callback to that episode, Jack's best man here, Mark Silverman, uh, that is the kid from the first scene in White Rabbit who was getting beat up by that bully and who Jack was unsuccessfully trying to save. That's something I didn't notice the first few times. Um, but finally, I love, love, love the relationship between Shannon and Saeed. I think it's beautiful that the girl everyone thinks is useless is now with the man who is maybe the most practical and utilitarian person on the island. So kind of bittersweet, kind of heartbreaking episode, but it's just making room for some seriously amazing stuff to happen as the season draws near to the finale. So, all told, I'd give this episode a 75 out of 76 secluded beach picnics. As always, thank you, namaste, and good luck. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you very much, Michael. Yes, and Michael points out in the chat room that he can't find the numbers for season one, but they used 27 babies to play Claire's son for season two and 30 in season three because the seasons are only like a few weeks long and the babies kept growing because especially, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with babies. (laughs) But around the newborn age, you've heard of them? Crazy. But they grow really fast between like newborn and Mm -hmm. six months and they don't look like the same like week to week sometimes. So, I mean, if you're having 27 babies for like 25 episodes, Mm -hmm. think about that. Especially, you know, they they don't look the same, especially when they're powering a Genesis device, which is my next point. 
Okay, so uh, wow, you, you know. Okay, that went somewhere I wasn't expecting. It, me too. You should have me though. Too. Hold on, my mic did too. Uh oh, again. Okay, there. I think we're back now. <gasps> there we are. Okay, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, we it went a little wonky. Um, but I'm going somewhere with it. Okay, so Claire's baby. Yeah. Uh, Claire, Claire uh, mentions uh, that she's afraid that her kidnappers messed with her baby mm-hmm. uh, when she was taken, and uh, it makes a lot of sense. Although Kate tries to dismiss all these fears so they can get through the labor mm-hmm. uh and you know it's kind of mixed in there with a lot of like new mom feelings like oh is the baby gonna like me can i do this uh i'm on a tr- deserted island and i have no diapers know, all that kind of kind of stuff but it, it made me go back to a question we asked a few episodes back uh you know what was so special about claire that they not only took her uh but they tried to take her back uh after she got away from them and, oh. and uh you know i am thinking it's probably the pregnancy uh and so you know like i said we've asked this before but why are children so important to the others because the french woman mm-hmm. had a kid taken by them too didn't she then how is walt so safe i know he's just hanging out on the beach no he's problem. just chilling chasing Easy-peasy. his dog yeah so my theory is uh that the the others are building a genesis device using the blood of the young to make themselves immortal that's insane but probably not but it could be maybe do you have any ideas um, dude, I got nothing on that, mm-hmm. but, um, Angel says, calling back, didn't Claire mention that she thought that someone stuck her with a needle? Yeah, I think that was when she was still in the caves. It was before she her. was, they were actually took her, which stuff like that is amniostatesis. Yeah. Stuff a- like amniotic that. Amniotic fluid. Amni- or- well, amniotic, like they analyze the, but I have no idea what they have control over because uh-huh. it's the others on the island. So crazy. <laughs> crazy. So I have no idea. I have no idea what's yeah, going on. I feel, I feel like I we keep touching on it. We've so touched it's on a it thing. so much uh, that it, it's a thing, and I assume it's going to be coming back. In some yeah, way, it'll be a bigger thing. We'll, hopefully, we'll get a revelation about it sometime I like soon. revelations. No, wait a second. From what I hear about the show, we never will. Or oh. until the last episode of the series. We'll last episode, we get all the revelations. <laughs> just like, bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Yeah. They, they, they give you a bunch of revelations, and they take you out for a nice picnic on the beach. <gasps> Oh, and I speak like, like Shannon and Saeed's? Yes. Fantastic. So speaking of Shannon and Saeed's <laughs> picnic, um, that was precious. Good job on you, Saeed, for knowing how to romance the over-romanced, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. She's been spoiled. So, you know, a picnic on the beach isn't anything. But hey, when you're on a deserted island, it's kind of a big deal. Um, let's see. It did lead to Shannon opening up about Boone, kind of. Kind of. And her relationship with him to Saeed. Asking, you know, explaining that they're step siblings and mm. Boone's in love with her, but she doesn't feel that way. She has feelings, but not like that, mm-hmm. which actually makes me believe that she does have feelings like <laughs> that. Um, because she, she's lying about it. Because she's lying about it. Yeah. Asks Saeed to understand that she needs to take their relationship slowly. Well, dude, you're on like a deserted island. I think you're good. Take Go as fast or as slow as you need. You're probably not going to meet someone else. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. Um, but does Boone's death affect how their relationship will it go? Will it speed it up? Will it slow it down mm-hmm. even further? Will it just put it to a stop? That's my kind of question. Well, I can Because kind of that see- – it could really – stuff – 
a big event like a death of mm-hmm. someone so important to your life is a major event and that usually affects how you think with stuff yeah i could totally see her resenting Said because he's the one who took her away somewhere uh mm. you know it, the night it happened i mean obviously he couldn't know or anything but i could see you know caught up in the grief over a death or something like that uh-huh. her assigning that blame to him oh uh, uh, because then she wasn't able to be there beforehand not that mm. she could have done anything but Okay, I see that. Um, Let's see. Will he be able to comfort her? And will the reaction to Locke be once the entire chain of events surrounding Boone's death are revealed? Like, is she just going to go crazy? Mm -hmm. Because she already is pretty crazy. Let's just be honest here. She's crazy. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine if she gets into Locke's knives or Mm -hmm. something? I don't know. I have a theory about that. Oh, that please talk share. About in just a minute. Oh, okay. Over here in the chat room, we have some some chatter <laughs> going on. Angel T says, "I was thinking back to Claire's baby. I was yeah. thinking that maybe they injected something. Okay, uh, because I I am kind of doubting they have the things needed for amniocentesis. Right, exactly. That that was why it was a mm-hmm. question for me. Yeah, and then she also says that Saeed, Shannon, and Charlie Claire are my top two favorite relationships in the show so far. Nice. And uh, then Michael says, "I can't tell you my favorite relationships because they haven't appeared yet." Nice. <laughs> But love, love, Sun and Jin and Amanda. However, her favorite relationship is Lock and Oranges. Yes, I enjoy that. Very good. Or Lock Hatch. <laughs> oh, that was Prash. Yeah, I Latch, Latch, Latch. That's the shipping name for Lock Hatch. <laughs> Okay, but you know what? Let's not leave this Shannon Boone thread lying on the ground. I'm going to pick it up and mm-hmm. roll forward with it in a, in a little section I like to call sibling premacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as much as I joked about it in last week's episode, I really didn't expect Boone to kick it in this episode. I thought I was making this horrible, tasteless joke like I always do. And, it's very true. And that it wasn't grounded in reality. I wasn't expecting him to die. He seemed like such an important part of the show. Right. Uh, Locke had taken him into his in- inner circle, and I thought it was going to be him and Locke for seasons to come adventuring. You know, <laughs> The adventures of Boone and Locke. <laughs> the adventures of Boone and Locke. It's a spinoff. Yeah. Uh, coming definitely. soon. But uh, now it seems like Shannon is going to be the most important sibling out of the two. I would imagine because uh, she's, she's be alive. The, she's going to be the prime sibling where I thought <laughs> Boone was going to be the character that kind of like split off and became very important. Shannon was going to play like this background role. Now she's front and center as yep. far as this storyline that we have uh, up in the air. Uh, but besides her romance with Saeed, how is she going to contribute to the story from here on out? Exactly. Okay. First, I as we were talking about earlier, I think she has to come clean with Saeed about the full extent of her and Boone's relationship. She kind of played off the, the awkwardness in Australia, the mm-hmm. very inappropriate, very inappropriate awkwardness in Australia. And if she's really turning over a new leaf, like she's claimed the past couple episodes, mm-hmm. and it seems like she almost is. I, uh, you know, I think uh, she's going to need to be completely honest to kind of carry that thread forward. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm also thinking uh, she's probably going to have some survivors. Get hold on, my my weird. Yeah, uh, but she's probably going to have some survivors guilt uh from boone uh especially since she practically wished him away uh wished that he wasn't on the island when she was talking to saeed the night before Mm -hmm. uh so i i'm guessing she's going to be blaming herself a lot for that sort of thing i so i i'm wondering how is she going to deal with the survivor's guilt and my guess she's going to cozy up to Locke and try to become an asset to him just like boone was uh to take away some of her guilt so i think where boot 
Boone was a uh, Locke's right hand man before. I think that Shannon is going to become that moving forward. That's interesting. Yeah. So, so I, 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 I it's a pretty okay. solid idea. Okay. I now, uh, what did what did Boone? What do you think Boone wanted to tell Shannon? Not a clue. I was thinking it was just that he loved her. Yeah. Because yeah. at the very least, they were the only people like family. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing was, is you know, a few episodes back. Uh, he had a uh, he had kind of let go of all that yeah, after yeah. the weird uh, psychedelic stuff that Locke right. put on his head. So I I like to think that he wanted to let her know that he wanted her to be happy because he knew the whole thing with Saeed was going on and that that you know she was clear he had let go of her feelings for. Her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since she didn't get that message, she's obviously going to be feel all bad and twisted about it. For right. Sure crazy very very crazy definitely definitely anything over in the chat room here oh absolutely there's lots of discussion about Boone. <laughs> um angel says it was super quick like i didn't expect something like this in the first season oh yeah Man- neither Man- did i mana says it's okay he dies here and comes back as a vampire with a diary on the cw that's why he <laughs> needed all of the blood michael nice. says he comes back in season seven the zombie season um, let's see. Angel says, oh, so that's Damon's secret past. I don't understand. I think is that's that- a char- his character from Vampire Diary. Good to know. Yeah. And Michael Lucero says, this is definitely a show where characters will die, even major ones. Okay. Uh-oh, who's next? My prediction lock. Next episode. No, not going to happen. Happen between episodes. They don't even show it They don't it even on show. Oh, it's going to be They just it's find gonna be it, like once where things just happen and you don't just, know why. They just find his body three episodes down the line. <laughs> uh, the right, on top, right on top of the hatch. And he has a sunburn because of the light from the hatch. <laughs> It'll be good. Okay, so uh, yeah. All right. Speaking of Locke, there was a kind of tie-in back to Locke that you wanted to close with, right? Don't tell me what I can't do. You you can't close with this, Amory. You have don't to, tell me what I can't do. You have to find. You can't do this. You have to find another point. Don't tell me what I can't do. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um. So we get this pretty important line. We've gotten it from Locke a couple times in the past. Um. <laughs> Um, and then we get it today from Jack. And I thought that was pretty important in showing a big connection between them, especially with how mad they probably are at each other mm-hmm. or will be at each other once they reconnect. Um, I think it says a lot about them as people. They're both very hard-headed and determined. And they think, yeah, they're going to bump heads all over the lat, The latch? No. The hatch. The hatch. <laughs> Spelling, no, latch typing. Is, latch is the shipping name. <laughs> it really is. Uh, before the season's up. So I think once Jack finds Boone, um, what are you doing? Fixing my own spelling no, for me? No, no. Uh, <laughs> um, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. So I, I feel like there's more there, but I just couldn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't coming to me. I, I wonder, just needed to I put it out there. I wonder if Jack has heard Locke say, has Jack heard Locke say that? I don't think he no, has. No, I don't think he so. has. Locke said it, what we get sometime, I think once he said it to Boone near the, the hatch, Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know he said it to somebody once when they were like hunting boar and they're like, you can't do that. I don't have what I can do. And then of course, like twice in the flashbacks. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. I, I definitely picked up on that as mm-hmm. well. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Well, I think it was of, very, yeah, uh, yeah. Supposed to. And I also like how they keep dropping these lines about loss. Like, uh, when Shannon asked Saeed, are you lost? Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, I just, I, I just wrote, are you all caps lost, lost, lost. Okay, uh, so I think that about does it with our main discussion here. Uh, my goats. Now it's time for the arbitrary scale, ha- where we rate the episode based on some silly business some that I come up with. Yeah. Okay, so Anne-Marie, out of 27 broken bottles of booze, how many broken <laughs> bottles of booze do you give this episode? 
I first I'm reading it and here I'm hearing broken bottles of boons. Uh, <laughs> which is booze. Also You take boon, you put them in a bottle, then you break it. Okay, that went somewhere. I was just thinking Boone's Farm. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to give it 19. 19, why? 19. Well, we got the baby. We got a major death. Both of these are pretty fun and exciting. That flashback really ruined this episode for me mm-hmm. because I don't care about Jack. Stop it. Just stop. And I know I need to get over that because that's the one that's not going to die for a while, if ever. So there's that. <laughs> 23 and a rum-soaked shard. <laughs> uh, Michael Lucero says 23 bottles and a few rum-soaked shards. That's beautiful. Uh, I thought that was gin but yeah yeah but it definitely the flashback sucked a lot of the air out of the episode for me especially after loving the past couple episodes right um it just it wasn't something i needed it didn't Mm -hmm. teach me anything except that jack's been married and i don't think that we needed a whole episode to learn that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it could down the road. Uh, this could be a Tallahassee situation where we realize in hindsight that it was a very important episode. Like maybe Jack's marriage is uber important to the entire right. overarching story. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Angel T in the chat room says 21 out of 27 bottles. If it was just the island story, it would be higher. Mm-hmm. But the flashback was just a bit unneeded. We already knew this aspect about Jack. Yeah. And uh, let's see. As for me, I'm going to give it mm, out mm. of 27 broken bottles of booze. I'm going to give it. Uh, 21 and a soaked label uh, because I yeah, yeah the flashback just left me a little cold I like the Claire storyline but at the same time I felt like it almost deserved the full attention of the episode, maybe with another Claire-centered flashback. Yeah, I think this actually would have been better to have a Claire or a Boone flashback. Yeah. I didn't care about – this wasn't an episode mm. about Jack. This was an episode about Boone dying and Claire having a baby. Yeah, like uh, the Boone one. I mean obviously we've seen him come in and save his sister from all sorts of madness. But there had to be something ma- else. Yeah, so give some more insight into that sort of heroic mm-hmm. side of him because I mean even when he tells Jack, you know, you're released from your obligation and stuff, I was like, oh, he's – being a total hero again yeah you know so it, it left me a little little yeah uh but uh yeah so i you know as always <laughs> uh, what, what is it from the chat i'm room? reading from the chat michael says these episodes that have slower relatively uninteresting flashbacks do actually have an important storytelling function but i can't say anything more than that you'll see <laughs> these are the episodes that the smoke monster wrote yes uh, amanda <laughs> says i remember my first watch of the birth scene being so iconic and this episode was kind of let down and forgot this is where it was it did feel kind of shoved in there and that made me really mad because i've been Mm. calling for it since episode one yes Yes, you were like, give birth to this baby. I don't care Sorry. if you're a term Once head. you've given the birth, <laughs> you want to see this. And, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we'd love to hear what you thought about our thoughts or about Anything. future episodes. Just label your label, communications label, label. Uh, with the episode title so we don't look at it before we've seen the episode. Right. Another fun thing that we would like – that's right. Mm. I'm just jumping on it – is we want to know your favorite episode without a spoiler of like – what happens yeah, tell just, us what your favorite episode is of lost it can be from any season and a little one line vague uh why you liked it right uh, give us a little something but not enough to make us go oh, now i don't even need to watch it yeah but you can send all those to we're so lost podcast at gmail.com you can join us over on our facebook group and mm-hmm. post them at facebook.com slash groups slash we're so lost uh, the twitter's at we're so lost and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 And uh, first up, we have a letter from the Mad Hobbit. You want to take it away? Oh my gosh, where to begin? 
At the end, of course, best ending to the best series ever. Imaginative and thought-provoking. Also, every Hurley-centric episode. Dave, everybody hates Hugo. Everybody loves Hugo. Trisha Tonka is dead, etc. I don't know what... Trisha Tanaka. Trisha Tanaka. Again, I have no idea what any of that means, but Mm -hmm. there it is. Um, (laughs) Not just because he's my favorite character, but because his episodes always add to the mythos of the series, just as numbers did. Mm. We we see that. He's a more pivotal character than people realize early on, much more than the comedic relief he appears to be in the first seasons. The constant, because that's where the true science fiction of the series really takes root, and Mm. it is science's counterpoint to mythicism that makes the series worth watching and discussing. The variable, because you left, probably should stop now. (laughs) Thanks for your hard work. Namaste. The Mad Hobbit. Uh, Thank you, The Mad Hobbit, for your 20 favorite episodes. I, Angel T in the chat room says, uh, Michael and I were talking about the good juxtaposition earlier, one person dying and a new person being born. Yeah, yeah. one in, one out. One in, one out. I like that. Definitely. Uh, let's see. how. And uh, Michael Lucero agrees that Trisha Tanaka is dead is an absolutely amazing episode. So we look forward to watching it. Okay. And uh, this uh, next is a Facebook comment from Ashley. Uh, Ashley says, lots of sad parenting stories on the show. It really pulls on my heartstrings powerful, powerfully emotionally as I can relate not having a close bond with my family all the time. It happens. That's one of the best aspects of Lost, that there is something in the show any everyone can relate to emotionally or relate to the diverse characters, black, white, Asian, uh, small, big, different religions, countries and disabilities, etc., Uh, and relate to the regular problems that everyday folks go through. Mm -hmm. Uh, The struggles and challenges in life are what make the people uh, more capable moving forward, as opposed to someone who was born with a silver spoon in their mouths or into a money, a rich family, uh, so they never struggled. Mm -hmm. Kelly Clarkson's song, uh, What Doesn't Kill You You Makes You Stronger, is perfectly apt. Appropriate. Definitely, definitely. I'll have to seek that out. I don't know if I've ever heard that one. I've heard that that saying, but I haven't heard. heard I can't remember what the song actually is called because I don't think that's it. I I gave up on Kelly Clarkson after uh, "From Justin to Kelly with Love." Like, I was so looking forward to the movie, and it just the plot wasn't there. It was poorly edited. I it just it just it didn't hang together. It it was it was like a sequence of music videos strung together with no real rhyme or reason. I can't imagine why. Uh, If you want to tell tell us tell us why Justin to Kelly was an excellent movie, please. uh, What your your thoughts about from Justin to Kelly with love? Email us, we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. Uh, the Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash we're so lost. Uh, the Twitter is at we're so lost, and the voicemail number is 424 274 2352. Again, that's 424 274 235. One plus one equals two. So, oh, so or you can just go to the website, we're so lost.com, and look at our contact information. We also have show notes for every episode up there. And uh, yeah, uh, Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMDSimone or check out my blog, CrunchyCrafty.com. And uh, we have uh, breaking news from the chat room. Breaking we have news. A- Amanda L. from Justin to Kelly is the most amazing, terrible movie I've ever seen. I've never seen it. You haven't? Maybe this is something I'm going to have to do when the kids go back to school. And she says she saw it in the theater like five times. Nice. Okay, that at- makes me really want to see it now. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And uh, you can follow... Follow me anywhere. Anyway. Uh, all you have to do is, is call. <laughs> And, the, and then you can follow. Uh, we want to thank our chat room over at live.universebox.com where we convene every Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. EST, uh, live.universebox.com. We hope to see you there next week or in a couple weeks or sometime in the future. Angel, 
you're so young. Uh, but uh, and yeah, Angel T in the chat room. Honestly, I didn't even know that movie existed until you guys just mentioned it. You're welcome. You're, you're very, welcome. very welcome. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's, it's fair because, you know, much like us, the host of this show, a lot of times our audience can say the same thing. They just jump up and they say, we're so lost. Do you have anything to say about phones? Phones. Not on the island.